Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Uh, You're listening to Our Sleeve Life Podcast presents the Bariatric Diaries. Yeah. And this is Kelly. This is Mel. And we have your guy, one of your guys' favorites. Like, yeah. it's so funny how her episodes <gasps> drop and then it's like, it, boom. boom, everybody's talking about really? it. Yes. Oh, my God. Christine. <laughs> everybody, like, everybody loves you, Christine. Yeah, you're fucking oh, awesome. so sweet. Oh, hey, yeah. y'all. Yeah. I'm back. We're back. Six months in. Six, six months. months. Six yes. months. How has it been six months already? I know. How it's like flown by. Like I literally feel like I just woke up yesterday off of the surgery table. So it's, it's it's been a whirlwind for sure. Right. There's sometimes where I'm like, yeah, when that happened, when I had surgery and then I have to think back and I'm like, oh damn, that was over two years ago. That feels weird. Even you just saying that like Like, two years ago. I can't wait. Look, I'm a blink and it's going to be time to be doing the nine month one and then the year one. And then I know know. (laughs) there's my niece. My niece is literally FaceTiming me right now. It's just like we just said it. They wait until right until we press record. Yep. And it's like, hey, auntie. (laughs) Oh, I think we're going to allow them on for a hot second. Hi, Jossie Boo. Hey, Jossie. Look. Oh, <laughs> what, baby? Adorable. She's so cute. Oh, where's your new house? Oh, do you want to come see me at my new house on Friday? Okay, I'll send Mama the address. Okay, Jossie. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm working, so I will call you a little later. Okay. I'm working. Where do you work? I work with Mel. I do a podcast. We're in the studio. Yeah. You're on an episode right now. Yeah. Okay, let me say hi. Her face is like, what just happened? This is amazing. Where's Sissy? This little kid is so, like, excited and confused. Hi, Sissy. Oh, Oh, there's a a butterfly. butterfly. (laughs) All right, girls. I love you, and I will see you on Friday, okay? No, we may have to go buy some toys. More toys. More toys. All the toys. Does that sound good? We're trying to teach my dog the word toys already. We, oh, do we want to go toy shopping? Oh, that's the word toy. Every time you say it, he's going to be like, oh, yeah. I know. That's yeah, true. Yeah, we could go toy shopping. Good call, good call there. <laughs> my dog can swim oh, right like now. I figured that would be a good one. at Starbucks. All right. Yes, I have. I love I've you, not gotten I'll see you on Friday, okay? <laughs> All right. What? Oh my God. Kelly Lynn. It's two sleeps. Right? Yes. Tuesday, Wednesday. Three, you you three do sleeps. not have to be accurate for child, children right now. I love you. Okay. <laughs> I love you, girls. I'll see you on Friday. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, Auntie Kelly, we're going to do the marker again, and we're just going <laughs> to... Right? I'm so sorry. Just, you get, I, you get 30 seconds. Like kids, they don't take the first no. They're like, 
so what are you doing? Yeah. No, where do you work? Well, so normally, like, over. like <laughs> normally, as soon as they see me, they're like, okay, we're done. Like, they, they don't really want to have a conversation with me. And so <laughs> that's what bit. I was expecting. And then they're like, but where is your new house? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, they haven't seen you. They haven't seen me in like a month. Podcast. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. And like, where do, you, where do you work? I work. You know where I work. Like. So, yeah, so I'm sorry. No, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we were fucking with you. Okay. Oh, I yeah. knew we weren't. We're going to redo that. So no, not at all. <laughs> no, I'm good with that. <laughs> we could totally like, I knew you guys were having a whole conversation. We're good. <laughs> There was like some, there was like silence. I was like, I guess I could just talk to the Christine when she does this. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. <laughs> like cheating. Oh. Yeah. Those, okay, those right. girls are crazy. So yeah, they're adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so back to Christine. Six months. What changed? What's changed between three yes. to six? What yeah. has changed? Uh, my clothing size, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm doing better with getting my water in and vitamins, but not. An, I don't feel like enough has changed since the last time we spoke. Really? Like some okay. of the things I'm supposed to make progress on, like still not really working out, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I went through, you know, a few weeks where I was actually going out. I was going to the trail okay. and I was walking every day because we have a really nice trail outside my apartment. Mm-hmm. But a mixture of that and then not drinking enough water, mm-hmm. I did five miles. And whenever I was coming back, like my hands were kind of tingly mm-hmm. and I was like what the hell so I looked at my hands were like swollen and I'm oh, like shit what the fuck so I get of course the first thing I do is I get on google and it's I- like you're dehydrated and I'm like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so then I never went back so <laughs> but no but I will I'm That's funny I'm in a space where I still feel like I'm just going with the flow, but at the same time, I'm trying to just be insightful about my goals, like trying to just become one myself because it's like I am starting to notice things with like skin and stuff. It's not too, too bad, but like things that you're just like, oh, I didn't think that I'd be dealing with that so soon, you know? Okay. What what kind of things, ma'am? Just the the loose Uh, skin? Well, it's not loose, loose. Like mm-hmm. I have a little bit of like jigglies or whatever. Right. And that's I'm like, oh, you need to start working out. Like you need to start doing arms and shit before right. you turn into this. I turn into fat bastard from skinny fat bastard from Austin Powers. Y'all remember him? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to turn into skinny fat bastard. So, <laughs> you know, start working out. So that's on my goal list. Um, You're never going to look like that. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, well, I'm not. I don't. I'm not worried about that because <laughs> I'm someone who's opposed to one day like having plastic surgery and stuff like that. Okay. Like I've been, I've been talking about that for. I've wanted a breast reduction as long as I've had breast. Okay. So it's just been now. It's like okay. Well, I might have to have a little some extra. But I was gonna ask, like, have you lost extra. some in that area? I definitely have. Okay. I definitely have lost some breast. And the funny thing is, like, the one who brought it to my attention was Xavier. So I don't know if y'all noticed the like new background, but I, I did. In- yeah. So I'm in my apartment now in Dallas, <laughs> and I guess maybe like him seeing me every day. Like he's been able to like see the changes like, damn, you're getting skinny. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. No, it's not that crazy. But he was like, your boobs used to be really big and they're not that big. And he was like, I really miss them. He's like, I miss them. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh. And then like the other day, oh, 
I'm gonna get myself in trouble because the last time my mom went to the podcast and we were talking about the footman that was paying for my pedicures. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna talk about lingerie. If my mom's listening, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, fast forward, about, fast forward a little bit. Like fast forward for like two minutes. If you are Christine's yeah, so like mom, put on. right now, fast forward. We will give you two minutes. Here you go. So, but yeah, so like I was wearing lingerie and I kind of noticed like I used to fill out my stuff a lot more and now it's just kind of like, meh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, they still look nice. They're so good. You know, I can still tape them up and stuff like that. But it, sometimes whenever, you, especially when you're heavy chested yeah. and you're bigger, like your boobs are like your moniker, like your boobs, uh-huh. like me yep. and boobs. Like, so kind of losing them, I'm just like. Oh, I used to think it was my best feature. Me and, too. Yeah, and exactly. I was it's like, like you're my best assets here. Yeah. You know? and yeah. It's like now they're becoming liabilities. Oh, so. <laughs> what's nuts is like, I don't know. So this might happen or might not happen, but like you can like pull and pick them up a little bit. Just yeah. Skin. It's like the loose skin. And it doesn't top. even hurt. Yes. Yeah. I was like, how come yes. I can, I can pinch like this and it doesn't hurt. I'm like, this is I can do weird. that. I, you know, I can like, like go no. and just kind of like mm-hmm. pinch around and I'm just like, what the fuck? There's stuff there. But yeah. like I said, I'm not really worried because I had wanted for the longest time, I was just like, I want a breast reduction. So now it might be more of an augmentation yeah. than a reduction, you know, you probably like, maybe like a lift or something. But mm-hmm. um, that's taken some getting used to. But most of the changes have been really good, like the way my clothes are fitting. Okay. And even just yesterday, I was at my grandmother's house and she's a petite thing, but like her weight fluctuates. And I guess she um, like went to Chico's and bought some stuff because she like gained a little weight, but she thought she was bigger than she actually was. Okay. But like she bought these, which is an equivalent of maybe like a 13, 14. And okay. she was like well, you know, I want to give you these, but do you think you can fit them? And I was like, I'm pretty sure I can fit them. I was like, I can do 14. So I took them and I tried them on and everything fit. And I'm like, never think that there would be a day that I'd be sharing clothes with my grandma who was like this little woman, you know, not because she's super fashionable. Like my grandma be laid. Like she's, she's going to match like the earrings, the jewelry, like She's one of those people when she steps out, she steps out. So her clothes are cute. So I cannot wait to wear those pants that she got me. But it was really just like a, that's my water thing. Sorry. No, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, we, we will wait. Yeah. But yeah. Drink your so fucking it, water. It, I know, right? Let me, let me take a sip. Sorry, yes. guy. No, you, don't be sorry. Water comes first. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> but yeah. So just being able to like, you know, share clothes with her. Yeah, I was just like, dang. That's yeah, so my sizing went from 3X when I started, to, and I started buying 4Xs. Um, now I'm in like 1X or XL or sometimes larges. Like it just kind of varies. Pants, I, at my highest I was at uh, 22, 24. Okay. Now I'm in comfortably in like 14s, you Hell know? Yeah. That is insane. I know it's so like trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah. I've been thrifting a lot because I, you know, I like dressing nice and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. I just do not want to spend a bunch of money on clothes. Mm -hmm. So literally there are thrift stores that I go to in the area where like 
some of them will have uh, days where like everything in the store is like $2 and that place, it goes down and that's on the highest day. And every day it goes down until everything in the store is 25 cents. So I'll usually, yeah. So I'll usually go in there on like $2 day or like one fifty day because they kind of close off more of the store as as the price gets cheaper, but I'll go and find the nicest stuff. So that's why I've been going to stock up on clothes. And, you know, I don't feel so bad about getting rid of them now, mm-hmm. but it, it hurt getting rid of some of those uh, pieces that you just love. Mm. And the ones that like stick with you, you know, the ones that it's so the clothes that I had that even when my weight fluctuated, like it was higher, it would still fit. Like it's something that I'd be comfortable in at multiple stages. Yeah. Now those are too big and I'm just having to be like, okay, you got to let it go. Like, yeah. you're like, that's you're not going to fit you. Never to be back here. Yeah. So it, let the stuff go. So yeah. like kind of, my attachments. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad I kept a few key pieces purely just for side-by-sides. Um, like my sister's, the bridesmaid dress that I wore at my sister's wedding. Like that was an epic side-by-side that I didn't even realize that that's why I wanted to keep it Mm -hmm. until I was like, Oh, I should do a side by side because my boobs were massive. Like speaking of boobs, yeah. like my boobs were <laughs> massive in this tank top because yep. it was like a tank top and then a tulle skirt and the mm-hmm. tank top like tucked into the, the skirt. And I like I put it on and I'm just like, what the fuck? What? Like, yeah. how? How is yeah. this even a thing? So maybe uh, like before you get rid of things, like if you have like good pictures, like full length pictures in them. Think about mm-hmm. keeping them like in the back of your closet just for those side oh, by side. I kept the only thing I'm keeping is I bought I I'm keeping the biggest pair of jeans I bought. So it's oh, like good. okay, I kept those and I'm like okay, you know, they don't fit or anything anymore. But I'm just like I'm gonna keep them just so I can do comparisons. Mm. But mentally, I want to let go of those pieces yeah. that I'm just like oh well, let me keep it because when my weight's high. Oh. There's going to have clothes, you know, like okay, having that okay. like, oh, well, this is the thing that I have that stays with me when I feel like I have absolutely nothing to wear and I always look good. It's like I'm trying to just mentally let go of it. So okay. it's like because I love because I love my clothes, you yeah. know, I'm one of those people that keep T-shirts. I still have my high school choir T-shirt, you yeah, know, yeah. That, that type of stuff. I'll probably keep forever just because it's a memento. But mm-hmm. like everything else, I'm trying to be less attached to it because goal wise, I feel like in the back of my head, a reason why we keep these things is the same reason why when you lose 20 pounds, you still keep your, your big girl clothes because there's something in the back of your mind that's telling you you're going to be back to that spot. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to let go of that shit. Yeah. I like like that mental, like you've like, I've got some awareness and you're like, Nope, I know my, my brain is like pushed into this side. We got to like, not do this. Yeah. Like yeah, because it's like, oh, you might need this again. It's like, no, you're never going to need your three X's again. Give them away. Yeah. You know, like right now I have maybe like two, three bags of clothes that need to go down. And I'm I've been um, the stuff that I have that because like I have some two X's I still keep and they're kind of loose. But like, OK, if it's a button down shirt, I know I can tie it up and wear it differently or mm-hmm. turn it into a skirt, you know, so I try and be a little sustainable like that. Mm-hmm. But once it starts like there is this dress that I have and I absolutely love the dress and I wore it for uh we did a going away party for my best friend because she was moving to Morocco. And oh, wow. yeah, so um 
we threw her a surprise party and I wore, I bought the dress cause I'm like, okay, this will look nice. And the dress was so baggy. And I'm just like, and I tried to do like a belt. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, you like, I just, can fix it. Yeah. You know, look boho. No, I was like, you look hobo. Okay. So, <laughs> and uh, I, it's in the giveaway getting ready to go to. <laughs> Only thing I have to say is, um, when we see you in person, we all, I want you to go shopping. I want to go shopping with her. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I oh my shopping. God. I would love for you to like pick shit out for us. You have great like, style. You are amazing. Oh, that's so funny. I'm right now. I'm trying to determine my style because I yep. feel like I'm one trick pony. It's like, um, I'm either very, very, very casual, like to the point of like hobo casual holes and clothes, like <laughs> around walking around in my bonnet all day. Like, my boyfriend has a this funny thing that he says. He says, I'm 90-10. Like, he's like, 10% of the time, I look like those pictures y'all see on Instagram, like this super bad bitch and stuff like oh, this. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, she's so stylish. And then the 90% of the time, I'm wearing my comfy. Like, I'm wearing bed clothes all day. You yeah. know, like, 90% of my life, I spend excessively casual. Like, <laughs> in, like, big hoodie. Love uh-huh. it shirts you know like i literally only put on leggings today because i knew i was talking to y'all so i was like okay let me like i mean that's real shit though like i mean but we can only see from your chest up so i mean mean, really there you go oh you're stylish yeah and you even match your top (laughs) like can you stand up one more time please yeah i want to see see. uh, that booty Look how I saw the booty. Yeah, look at the booty. Yeah. I saw those like you were like you're flat and then the booty. It was like perfect. Yeah, was, like, you are looking grim. That is, let me tell y'all something. And I don't know if it's because y'all white, but I ain't never been told I got it. everybody's <laughs> like negative ass. Like well, no. okay. Hold on. Are you ready oh. for this? You know it's because we're white. Right, look see. at this white booty. <laughs> we're working with the same thing. No, that's, no. That's, you have a full look, like roundness to yours. Literally. Look at that. There's a roundness. No. There, oh yeah. Look, it's flat. Oh. It's girlfriend. No. It's, oh, it's we're gonna compare. That's we're like gonna a, compare. So yeah, it's no. gonna be like that's Kelly a, and then Christine. Like you're gonna <laughs> see like a, okay, a look, change. Kelly. Christine, uh-huh. normal ass. So <laughs> <laughs> we both still don't have ass. We're still negative. Okay. 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 I'll give okay. you that. Okay. I'll, I'll give that, that will be fair. That'll be fair. You guys are closer in booty sizes. <laughs> yeah. You're I've always had like. the side of the spectrum. Okay. Well, it's funny because I come from siblings of four girls yeah, and four they all have good butts. They do have booties. Like my older sister. I mean, she has a. A badonkadonk, man. Like, <laughs> she has got a booty. And I, we always used to make fun of her. And then they would make fun of me that it would just went back to leg. Like, girl, you ain't got, you, you got a back and legs. Yeah. That's yeah. There's nothing like, there. I've heard, listen, I've heard it all when it comes to like no ass jokes. Because number one, I'm Nigerian. So I'm supposed to have like a motherland ass. Like, Ooh. I'm supposed to, <laughs> I have made a joke that like literally, if I was 600 pounds, and but one of those people, there's 600 pounds and like 200 of it's in your ass. Like, I was perfectly content with my life. I wouldn't have had this surgery. It would have just been me and my ass. But I just literally am like a flatty patty. I'm noticing like I have a little more, but still not much, you know, like I, I don't want no BBL or nothing like that. Like, you have, I, a, you, you have you know, definition. Flatty. 
You have some definition as the deal. You can see that's what it is. My best friend. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna send her this so she can listen. So yes, please do. You guys remember, there's this Waka Flocka song. You may have never heard it, but it's like it's an old one. It's like round of applause, baby, make that ass clap, right? Yeah. And my huh. best friend, she sings it like this when she sings it to me. She goes, round of applause, never mind your ass flat. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. Oh, I love it. That's so funny. But that made me happy. So you don't understand how much y'all just pumped up my head. I'm going to be like, I was on the podcast and they was like, oh, look at that ass. And I was like, period. (laughs) So nobody can tell me nothing now. Yeah, no, you've got an ass. You've got an ass. You got told by two white women. That's a a non-scale victory for your ass. Like literally, y'all just made me so happy. (laughs) Glad we could be there for you. Oh my God. Uh, every time we get on here, we act up. I don't understand. I, I love it. I, <laughs> I love it's it. So funny. I think that's why everybody loves you so much. Is that you and us mesh well, so well with yeah, our conversations. Friends, girl, I, I really love y'all, and I know we've talked outside of this and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. So it just feels really organic and stuff. Like it, I just feel like I'm talking to two of my friends on yeah, Facetime. It's super yeah, it's fucking natural. Like yeah. it's just like. Hey, what's going on? What are we doing today? Like yeah. it was, yeah, we <laughs> can't chill. wait to come visit. I know. Yes, I'm ready. And I'm going to come up the yard in Oregon, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to come up there. Is weed legal? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. All right. Oh, I'm yeah, going to see you. I'll be up there. You just, come, <laughs> you just come see me and I can just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. Exactly. She's got some hookups. She's, she's okay, good. Period. Yeah, okay, yeah, when yeah. I come to Oregon, we y'all going to be the first ones I see. I wish I was going to the retreat because I know y'all are going to be there too, yeah. but I'll be the next one. I'll catch the next Hell one. yeah. Well, and I, I heard rumors that the next one should be closer to your side to your side oh, then I okay well yeah let's hope the rumors are true yes then i'll come speak at it and you can come hear me talk my shit oh hell yes. yeah <laughs> yes i mean it's so funny that everybody's just like yes we love christine she's so open about her journey and like so you like so positive but then it's like you're just a very real person and i yeah. think that's why we connect on such a good level Well, it's important because this is the thing, like, especially with this journey, we can't just do the whole highlight reel stuff. Like, that's what we do in fake ass life where you try to convince everybody that everything in life is perfect. Oh, my journey's going so great. I've lost 100 pounds. It's like, no, you need to be real Mm -hmm. so that people get a real idea of what they're having to put themselves through. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how I found you guys and why I fell in love with this podcast in the first place, because I'm like. Finally, somebody who's like saying some real uh-huh. shit. They're not yeah. just telling you about the surgery. You're not just hearing the same information over and over. And right? you know, just hearing your highlights. Like you need to know that uh, that every day is different. Yes. Like what what I live by is I am not a model weight loss surgery patient. Mm-hmm. And not even saying that that was not my goal because when I got it, I thought I was going to be the model. Right. But there is room, you know, I'm not above reproach. There is room for improvement. There are things that I need to take more seriously in my journey mm-hmm. because sometimes I feel like um, I, this surgery is a blessing, but it hasn't made me any more of a person that's going to be able to maintain this. Mm -hmm. So now my fear is like, okay, if you don't start to switch shit up, like after the honeymoon period, Mm -hmm. people gain weight so fast after this. And I know, you know, I don't, I need to be present and 
you know, yada, yada, yada. Don't think, focus so hard on the future. But like, the truth is like, if you don't, there's a reason why this surgery has a 50% failure rate. Right. Yes. Right. And it's like, okay, we see the 50% of people who are like, oh yeah, it's going great. I lost 200 pounds. I never gained a pound back. This is great. Mm -hmm. But where are the other 50%? They get shamed mm-hmm. into going back into their holes. They get shamed once they they become ashamed. Once they start to regain where mm-hmm. some of it's normal, they get discouraged. They get unmotivated and then they just disappear. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like I not and I'm not to because I don't want to say that I'm not going to be successful. I am successful. You are. Yes. I want to speak to the 50 percent that ain't doing so good. Yeah. If you're doing great, good for you. I'm so proud of you, girl. Get that water in. I'm so glad you never miss a vitamin. I'm so glad you never touched bread. Uh, more power to you. I'm so glad you found that willpower. Yeah. Yep. For people who are fucking struggling. Yeah. I'm here with you. Like when when they're messaging me like you're so inspirational. I'm struggling right along with y'all. I'm struggling, right? I'm still trying to figure this shit out. So Mm. get on here and be fake and just be like, oh, everything's going so good and just be so generic and all that stuff. It's not going to serve me. It's not going to serve your listeners. Mm. So it's like, I got to keep, keep it a hundred. Yeah. No, it's very important because I think that was one of my goals going into this was like, it needs to be fucking real because this is not rainbows and sunshines all the time. No, rainbow and, and unicorn land does not exist in this this no. universe. And like, it's work. And some days are harder than others. And it's just that's just what life is. And we just got to, like, take it one meal at a time, one day at a time. Because yeah. what even with us, like, we still have to go back to the basics. Like, this is, you know, like, mm-hmm. you, it, you fall off some of the wagon things, you know, mm-hmm. like. I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I've got to wheel it back in. I fucked up for like a couple months. Well, and I mean, a lot of the times that we're like we were just talking about that I, this this morning mm-hmm. is that um, speaking of one sip at a time, I just took a drink of water and now I'm like too much. It's stuck. Girl, take too much? It's stuck right here. It's stuck right <laughs> here, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we were talking about it this morning about how. You get down as low as you possibly can go. Yeah. For the majority of people, you have weight loss yeah. surgery. You get to this like low, low, low point yeah. of weight. And then you kind of go back up a little bit and your body kind of fluctuates where you're supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, that fluctuation kind of scares people because it scared me. But it it's perfectly normal. Yes. To, right. to, to yes. fluctuate up, you know, 10 or 15 pounds. That, that's a pretty standard. But this, I think so. we need to be like, as a community, we need to reach out more to these people who aren't doing so good or mm-hmm. the people who gained all their weight back or the people that fucked 10, 15 pounds and gained yeah. 50 pounds. Because right. it's like, if you tell yourself like success or failure starts in the mind. So if you've told yourself that by regaining 50 pounds or by ending up back with your started, that it's over for you, mm-hmm. it's over for you, Yeah, you know? But if you reframe your mind and say, okay, I gained these 50 pounds back. I lost 120. I want to get back there. Let me get refocused. And there yeah. are, mm-hmm. there are so far and few and in between accounts like that. Like I can, I can name, all of the accounts like that that are mm-hmm. that transparent on one hand and not use all fingers. Oh, I am big goals. Yeah. Yes. Abby Bell. Mm-hmm. And um, most recently, uh, what's her name? It's like Breeze Journey. Yeah. You know yeah. She's, about? She's, yeah. A, she's a black girl. Cambria. Short, 
Yeah. And she like, um, she like works out all the time Mm -hmm. and she started nursing school and her, you know, her schedule got all crazy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like being able to be that transparent so that people don't think that if once they start gaining weight, that it's over for them, that they completely Mm -hmm. failed because that's what society, you know, tells us about the surgery anyway Mm -hmm. you know they're just like if we're successful we're only successful because we had the surgery Mm -hmm. you know what I mean or if if we're not successful and I put that in air quotes for the listeners not the YouTubers Mm -hmm. if we're not successful that's because oh you took the surgery for granted and you gained all your way back and you couldn't get your shit together you know so it's like we need to know life weight is going to fluctuate forever yeah you Weight's going to fluctuate forever. I pray that I can reframe myself so that once I get to my goal, I can realize how far I came and stay there. But in the chance that that does not happen, I need to be able to be able to reel myself back in. Mm -hmm. And once you believe that you fail, that's for me, at least it's done. Like once I believe I fail, Mm -hmm. like it's over. It's you know, over. Okay, there's no reason to try. Like, okay, like instance, you know, and that's me telling myself now, like kind of having the conversation now with myself as I'm talking to y'all. Mm-hmm. Like even when I said, oh, you know, I was walking for weeks and then one time my hand swelled and I made a joke and I said, and I never went back. Yep. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? So it's like that same concept. It's like I got on the scale and it was going down, 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 and then it went up and I never went back because once I saw that number, I... I'm like, done. Nope, done. You know, I'm That's yeah. not true. No, we well, have to break out of that. It's, yes. it's that same mindset that we get into before we have surgery where, mm-hmm. you know, you say, OK, I'm on the I'm doing really good all week. Mm-hmm. And then say you have chocolate cake Friday night because you're yeah. out with the friends and you're having drinks or whatever. And you have that chocolate cake. You have one bite. And then you're like, oh, well, I just threw away my entire week. Weekend. I might as yeah. well just eat what I want for the rest of the week. And exactly. I just, I already fell off. The, exactly. The, it's not linear. A, no. It's, no. It's not, it's not linear. It like it's not, not linear. Mm-hmm. And I'm only six months out. So I know mm-hmm. I have a long way to go on this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and not even like weight wise, because now I'm seeing myself and I'm just like, Dang girl, you're kind of small, you know. Yeah. And I'm, right now, my highest weight was three twelve. Okay. Now I'm two twenty six. Yeah. Holy so, yeah, shit. So eighty six. I think it's like eighty six pounds. I can't do math, but eighty six <laughs> pounds in six months. That's you know what I mean? awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking cool. It's, it is. It's a. It's a. It's amazing, and I feel so blessed. You know, I, I really do feel so blessed, and. My goal is 189. I might change that to 170 now. I'm I'm trying to see. Mm-hmm. You'll be right around me, girl. You know, because I it was 179, and I was like, well, shit, let me bump it up to 189 because you're looking kind of skinny. And my <laughs> and this is the thing. My older brother, I went to his house um, a few weeks ago, and they had cooked and everything, and I was you know just having some family time, and we were outside, and. My brother was like, he said, we were talking about the weight loss surgery. And I was telling them at that time, I was like 235. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm like 235. He's like, yeah, you need to stay just, he was like, you need to stay right there. You need to stay right there. I said, Kelvin, I have literally no control over <laughs> what happens now. I mean, I have control, but I'm like, I literally no, don't have control over how much weight I'm going to mm-hmm. lose. Like I just got, we just got to see what happens. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I just, and he was like, you going to turn into Al Roker. And yeah. I'm like, 
I'm like, dude, shut up. And I was like, and if I do, I'm sure Al Roker feels much better as a lollipop as he ever did. <laughs> you know, as than he ever did being morbidly obese. So I'm oh, sure he, yeah. you know, so it's like, I'm not thinking about that, but mm-hmm. little pop, those are the comments I've been getting. Hey, skinny and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, now, mm. how do how do those comments make you feel? Yeah, I was about to ask the same thing. Yeah, yeah. we we just talked all about comments. this this morning. Even the even the sweet comments make me like I feel very kind of like resentful of okay. society just yep. as a whole. Okay, so like I don't even the hey skinny comments. I'm like I still have a ways to go. Like I'm not falling for it this time and stopping because I'm your version of skinny. Like I'm gonna be my version of skinny. Yeah, I like but, that. But all comments have been getting to me like even the sweet ones oh you're so beautiful oh you're so I've I've never been told I'm so beautiful until I lost 80 pounds you know and it's just like it just confirms everything I ever believed about how society is so fucking fat phobic Mm -hmm. and how you have to fit this box and you know the closer that you get to a status quo the more acceptable you become to the masses because I was beautiful I was so beautiful at 312 pounds. I was so beautiful at 280. I was so beautiful, you know? So it's like, we just, as a society, like we're so fucked up, you know? And it's like, I understand how people could get to this point. Cause even I was at the grocery store and like things like people holding the door open and stuff. Oh my God. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. Oh my God. You can't. Oh oh my God. It's okay. I'm so good. No, so, don't be. Mel's cried on the pod. Yeah, it's I fine. mean, it's a big deal because like the nice ones can even hurt just as bad because you're just like, cool, so I'm your beautiful now. Like I'm, I'm at mm-hmm. your fucking level of beautiful. Right. So it's like, so oh, I would I'm take it the same way. I, don't, I did not expect for that to like. That's okay. Make me emotional. Cry it really out. Cry it out. Yeah. But this is real. Right. That's what really happens. You start feeling those type There's of feelings. The, you, like they come out of nowhere. Notice, like validated, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People, even when I was out, like yesterday, I was grocery shopping, like I got stopped like three times. Um, And even even the things that I like and even the things that may not people may have done that, whether I was big or not. Mm -hmm. It just makes you question everything. Like Mm -hmm. it was just like it's so funny, Kelly, when you did that, I felt like you were handing me a Kleenex. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had one because then I'd be like, I know. I wish we could just hand it through the screen. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it just. It, I don't know. It just doesn't make me feel as good as I thought it was. Yeah. Like even more people kind of like hitting on you and I have to more be like, oh, I have a boyfriend. I have, I've had to say that more like, mm-hmm. oh, I have a boyfriend, you know? Um, but even people, like I said, holding the door open for you, saying, hi, how are you doing? And mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like the truth is when you're bigger, like you do not get, get that. No. And that's fucked up. Like that's fucked up. Nobody mm-hmm. should walk around feeling like... I'm so sorry. No, don't be. Nobody should no. have to feel invisible. I'm yeah. feeling invisible. You know, so it's like, even though now I'm feeling more visible, mm-hmm. I just feel for Christine, you Before. know, the version Christine that like was just thinking it was in her head and then people telling you that shit's in your head and you knowing the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, people tell fat people. They're gaslighting oh, us. They're it's fighting. about health. Yeah. You know, it's, it's about health. We don't want to see Lizzo because she's not healthy and all this other stuff, but we can see Saweetie eat her fucking uh, meal from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. If, imagine if Lizzo had a meal from McDonald's. Oh. Are you kidding? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, we... 
it's just we're fucked up as a society. We're fucked up as a society. Mm-hmm. And it as much as it because it does make me feel good because it's like, OK, you see me now. Now you see me. OK, cool. But at the same time, it's like it just confirms like when I see I don't know, like when I see like little fat kids and stuff like that, that just sounded rude, but I didn't but mean it. I know what I you mean, though. It, yeah. I don't think I don't think the word fat is a bad word anymore. I've become immune to the word fat. But it's like when I see like a, a fat little black girl, like my heart immediately just goes out to her. You feel you know for them, right? Like yeah. I know that when I see a fat little girl any, anyway, when I say like a fat little black girl, I mean, like you see you, you see, my, I see, you see me. Yeah. You know oh, what I'm, yeah. I see myself. Like, so it's like, it's like perfect example. When we were at a wild waves, there was these two girls like super big and you're a wild waves. So you're getting in and out of water the whole day mm-hmm. and you can tell like it's starting to get painful for mm-hmm. them because they are wearing just their swimming suit going mm-hmm. to each yeah. side, but they're starting to walk a little slower and shit. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Eric, I'm like, oh, they're in so much pain. Like, he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, look at them. They're so tired right now. I know exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly where that mindset is, where they're like, fuck, I want to keep going, but I'm in so much pain. Yeah. And you've already paid so much to be there and you don't want to be that embarrassing person that's like. I'm or think tired. about these, these swim parks have weight limits. Yep. So imagine the people and chew. I hadn't been to one in years because I didn't want to know whether or not I met it or not. Mm-hmm. Or be that be that person that has to be asked to get on the scale, mm-hmm. you know? And even though, okay, so the weight limit for most rides are, I think, like 250. Mm-hmm. 250, right? So for a big part, I would... Yeah, and because I'm taller, maybe someone would assume that I'm less than 250 because I'm six feet tall right. mm-hmm. and spread out more. But J.J. Watt, he's a football player yes, for the yes. Texans. He weighs 290 pounds. Do you think that he has any issue going at a swim park? Mm-hmm. No. 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 He weighs 290 pounds, but he has a six-pack, and he's big, and he's ripped. Right. But as soon as you become, you know, a more flabby body or something like that, like you are, you know— and I get things because the the thing that I saw was like, oh, well, these things have these limits for safety and all this. I get yes, it. Yes, right. But I mean, on a humanity level, right. on a humanity level to know that there's somebody at that swim park that waited two and a half fucking hours to get up to the top of the ride for them to be told, oh, no, you're too big. You got to. And maybe that'll be that moment for them to say, OK, this is where I get my life together and stuff like that. But I just mean, I just feel like the way the society treats bigger bodies. Yeah. It's, uh, Do they yes. hate us. They speaking fucking hate us. Man. Speaking about it is like Sucks. when I went to Universal Studios last November, mm-hmm. I remember standing in line and I remember them pulling people out of line and they would have to sit in the thing <sighs> and see if the clo- the mm-hmm. thing. Now you aren't yeah. pulling me out. No, like, right. they're not testing everyone. You're not testing me, but right. this this dude that's down here that you know weighs over 300 pounds, unfortunately, and right. it's, it's all in the middle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're pulling him off to the side and in full view of everybody Mm-mm. and yeah, trying to close it's, it's this. Embarrassing. Yeah, that it's is embarrassing. I know because the thing is, with when it comes to obesity, the reason why people treat it so differently is because um apparently it's our fault like we do it to ourselves right and to an extent it's true you know mm-hmm. we do do it to ourselves but i i feel like i don't want my bigger sisters and brothers out there like 
y'all better know I, I got the surgery because and there's uh, there's something I'm going to share with you guys and y'all are going to be like, why the fuck didn't y'all tell me? Why didn't you tell me this in the beginning? Because I just got to a point where I felt comfortable speaking about it. Okay. But in October, I was diagnosed with type two diabetes. Okay. Um, okay. And even though I'd already made the decision to have the surgery after I did my physical, this is when I was like finding out that I um was going to be doing it in Mexico. So I wanted to go to my doctors and stuff and make sure everything's good. Right. And I just knew, like, I just had a feeling. I'm like, they're going to come back and tell me some shit. Like, I, I know they're going to come back and tell me some shit because I've gained so much weight. And they came back and they said, you're diabetic. So after that, I was like, oh, I'm damn sure having this surgery yeah. because my doctor, my doctor, I don't know if you guys remember me saying this, but she worked in bariatrics for 10 years. Yes. So she said, I see this a lot. Your A1C is high, but we can come back from this. I believe that if you go through with the surgery, you can reverse diabetes within six months. One month after my surgery, my A1C was five. Right yeah. from 7.4 to five, Fuck you know, yeah. so it's just like the, the comorbidities, like even though I was doing this because my weight had gotten out of control for me, for me, mm-hmm. you know, um, the diabetes added a complete extra layer to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was so embarrassed about that, that I didn't even tell Xavier. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't even, t- I, I just recently told him maybe two months ago and I have not been diabetic since March. And I wow. just told him because I and I and he was like, why wouldn't you tell me that? Like, and I was just like, it was just too much. Yeah, It felt I felt like a burden. I felt disappointed in myself because both of my parents are diabetic. And I've always been that one to like stay on top of them. Are you going to the doctor? Are you taking your insulin? When's the last time you did your blood sugar and all this stuff? And I still allowed myself to get to a point where they were coming back telling me that I was diabetic. Right. So I say that to say, like, I had the surgery for a set of reasons, Mm -hmm. but I don't want my my bigger brothers and sisters to think that I'm leaving y'all because I might be leaving y'all in weight, but not in spirit. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be one of these fucking bitches and I, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be one of these, these bitches not. who lose the weight and all of a sudden they become fat phobic themselves. You're oh, never yeah. going to, no. you're never going to see me get on my page talking about, I was so disgusting and I was just disgusting, oh. you know, and even if I'm, I felt, you know, cause it doesn't matter where you are some days in a smaller body, I feel disgusted with myself and right. I'm like, Oh my eyes and all oh, my arms and oh, you know, but it's just like, I'm ne- you're never going to see me do that mm-hmm. because there's going to be somebody who was where I was yep. that's going to be like, wow, I'm disgusting. I'm mm-hmm. never going to put that energy out there. Yeah. So as a society, and this is a word to the weight loss surgery people too, that become the police and be, mm-hmm. be the regain police for everybody. Mind your fucking business. Yeah. Mind your business. You know, and it, there's a thin line between being inspirational and just being a fucking asshole. Yeah. So, yes, you know, you know, and that and that hurts even more, you mm-hmm. know, whenever these people are kind of getting out of line and they get on their pedestal because it's like you were where I was like. So, mm-hmm. like. Are you so perfect? You know, like, I don't believe I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I'm going no. all over the place. No, no, that makes complete sense. I mean, I remember in the beginning, I was very, you know, you know, I was very regimented. I was very much on on point with all of what I thought that I needed to do at that point. Yeah, for yourself and for myself. But I never looked at 
anybody else as a failure or Mm -hmm. like I never looked at anybody else's meals choices as like, well, I wouldn't eat that. It was it was purely my my own goals for myself. And, you know, we get messages all the time about people, you know, stalling or regaining or anything like that. And we're always like, okay, well, you know what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's your, those are your choices. So Mm -hmm. if I've regained, because I know I've regained and yeah, part of it's from stress. Part of it's because I just haven't given a shit the last six months. <laughs> but this is the thing. It's, when I say it's not linear, mm-hmm. it's not over That's for not. you. And no. if you feel, and this is the thing, if you're comfortable where you are mm-hmm. and you still look in the mirror and you say, I'm beautiful, I love myself, I don't want you to have gained 20 pounds or 30 pounds and then you're in the mirror like, oh my God, I'm a complete failure. The yep. world is watching me. We have this podcast. I've gained weight. How is anybody supposed to try? Fuck that shit. Like, seriously, like. Oh, that's ran through my brain. <laughs> we have to meet ourselves where we're at, at the different phases. And we're not always going to be the most inspirational people. Right. We're not always going to be the most motivated. We're not always going to be the most uh, water drinking, you know, yes. like it's, we're not going to be the most the least carb eating like it's not a competition Mm -hmm. of who can eat less and you know like uh it's It's just not a competition i think yeah they gotta stop yeah it's so much because like even me and i had to ask you know my doctor i was like is this normal because these people are like oh i can only eat two and three ounces of food Mm -hmm. and i can comfortably eat four ounces of food four four and a half ounces okay so in a way, you know, it's like it makes you not want to subject yourself to like, okay, well, maybe I don't show my food because people are going to be like, it's too much. And then someone's going to be like, oh, man, I could never eat that. And I, oh, how could you? And oh, no, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like, I'm not trying to be closed off with certain stuff because I really don't post my food like that. Mm-hmm. And really just because my food's random all over the place. One day it's a salad. One day it's a piece of cauliflower pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, one day it's a couple of, bite of bites of a baked potato. One day it's a protein shake for dinner. You never know what it's going to be. Yep. You know, one day it's a tuna packet. One day it's a bite of a sandwich. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm, I'm just not going to open myself up no. to feeling criticized even though it's like okay I know what I'm supposed to be doing I don't think you know everything that I've eaten has been it's it's not been in a window where it's the healthiest like I still have the peach ring addiction I definitely do and Mm -hmm. unfortunately you can eat a bunch of peach rings with sleep just so you know you can eat them slider foods and sometimes them slider foods make you feel more comfortable because they're the only thing that make you feel normal Uh you know like if i go and eat this chicken breast i'm gonna eat three bites of this chicken breast and i'm gonna feel so uncomfortably stuffed Mm -hmm. but i can eat a whole bag of snack doritos like the little snack size doritos and you know and it's like you feel normal it's like oh wow okay i can still Mm -hmm. eat doritos but it's like my mental is like Oh wow, I can still eat Doritos. Oh wow, I can still eat Doritos. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? so it's like 100%. it's like you and um you and saltine crackers, man. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like certain things you're just like, okay, like it, it kind of makes it more real, like, okay, this sleeve ain't sleeving the way it's I thought it was gonna sleeve. Yeah, exactly. So yep. well, because wrapping my head around that. It's hard. It's the same for me with sour cream and cheddar truffles. Ch- yep. I can mouth down on some sour cream and cheddar 
Oh, let me tell you, because there's <laughs> nothing to it. Like yeah. if you leave it, who we were talking to somebody and they said, if you put a slider food in your mouth. Oh, yeah. And not chew it. Eventually, it's going to dissolve. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. so that's why it's a slider food, because when it hits your stomach, it goes straight through. Yeah. There's not there's, a problem. There's no substance to that food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's why a chicken breast is going to sit and you're going to be like, OK, I can feel this for the next two hours. Yeah. And it's like you're full. Yeah. Like it's an Versus asshole. It's like ugh. a slider food that's going to be like, OK, I can eat five chips. And then in five minutes, I can yeah, eat five, five more chips. Mm-hmm. And then in yeah. five minutes, I can eat five. And then before you know it, you've eaten the whole bag. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've yet to do that like, myself, but no judgment if you have. Because you're just trying to find them, you know, because it's like, okay, when I first had the sleeve, I was like, I'll never be one of those everything in moderation people. That's mm-hmm. horseshit. Yeah. You know? I am one of those everything in moderation yep. people. Like yeah. if I look at my choices, you know, and I make much better choices, mm. you know what I mean? Like my boyfriend went to Wendy's. I was like, can you bring me an apple pecan chicken salad? And I, that's Perfect. the only thing I get from Wendy's. You know, I have learned that one, buns, I can't do burger bun. Like anything nope. that's buns mm-hmm. is gonna feel like it's doing the electric slide up and down my stomach, you know, mm-hmm. up and down my esophagus. So I'm like, uh, it's not worth it because I don't want to, yeah, yeah, but it's like certain things that I love. I have kind of struggled with like the other day when I had the few bites of the baked potato. Um, I I had maybe five bites and I probably should have had three. Okay. And that fourth and that fifth one, like I'm literally in pain. And I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? Yep. You know, so trying to wrap my head around that. And I do think. I was just listening um, the other day to the episode that you guys had with the therapist and I wrote down all of the websites and stuff because it's like, okay, I probably need to find someone to talk to and be like, okay, what's, you know, why do you, cause you don't like being in pain. Like I was literally like, uh, you know, like, oh my God, this hurts and sit there for like five minutes in pain. And it's like, was that worth it? You know? So it's Mm -hmm. like, and the answer is no. no. It's not not even that the baked potato wasn't worth it because, yeah, it was good. That's why I couldn't stop myself from eating the two additional bites. Correct. But like the learning your limits, like I'm trying to take um, crunchy sleever. She had said something about like just get over the fact about leaving food on your plate. Like, get yeah, over it. it's going to happen. Still bothers me. It still mm-hmm. bothers me. I still am that person where it's just like. Oh, well, let me take the leftovers. Like the wasting mentality still gets to me, but I do need to just build a just like, fuck it, it's just food. So like more often now, like, because stuff will sit in my fridge for days and yeah. Xavier will be like, right now you have like five set of leftovers. In yeah. yours. Yep. I do the same thing. So now I've just been like, okay, so the salad, I was able to eat, like I ate on the salad a little bit mm. and then I ate on a little bit yesterday. I ate some of the salad for lunch and I'm like, okay, you've ate the salad three times. Yeah, you're, I was like, you're good. No. Yeah. I was like, Xavier, do you want the rest of this chicken salad? And even though like, I didn't want to, cause it was like, but I want to eat it again. And there's still some left. I was just like, just huh. take it. Like the rest of the baked potato. I was like, Xavier, take the rest of the baked potato. I was like, you can have it. Just eat it now, please. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. My mom, my, my mom <laughs> last night, she wanted to order food and because she was tired and I, I've been sick and I was just like, no, I'm not cooking. And so we, we were both, yeah. we ordered food 
And I have, I all, you know, she's, she's getting used to the fact that I always have leftovers. Like it is, it is always a a thing. And so my leftovers from dinner last night were in the fridge and she was like, she knocks on my door and she's like, um, do you care if I have some of this, uh, your leftovers? And I was like, nope, have it. I I will not have it. Just, just eat it. Yeah. And then it takes it out of my, my field. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to get better. That that's one thing that I is room for improvement is me gauging that trigger. I really don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's something like like I told you, I'm a normal therapist. She's not a, a she doesn't really know anything she knows about bariatric surgery is probably what I told her or her oh, friends really? that had weight loss surgery in 1999 or whatever the hell. Oh man. Um, that's so awesome. Like and no, but she she's a great therapist. Like she's helped me in so many, and she's helped me with the surgery stuff too, okay. you know, with like body image and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I probably do need to talk to someone because before the surgery, I did struggle with binging. Like mm-hmm. I was a big binger. Yeah. Like and it would get and I'll binge on anything. Like mm-hmm. like Kelly was saying, I'll binge on some almonds. Like you put it in front of me and, you know, and it's like not being, I haven't had a binge since surgery, even though listening to the therapist, she's like, you have to kind of regauge what a binge is because yeah. you might consider a binge five ounces, but if you can only comfortable hold three and you ate five, you just binged. Yeah. You know, like once she said that, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was an intense episode and oh, very eye opening for we us. We cried after that episode. Yeah, we did. We're legit. Like yeah. it yeah. turned off it, and we were like, it was like, fuck. it was like, what, what is happening inside? Because I'm, yeah. I'm realizing some shit about myself. Yep. And exactly. And you because, think it's going to go away with the weight and it yes, doesn't. And it's still yes. there. And yes. it doesn't, them taking 80% of your stomach don't change that shit. No, you know? like, no. I mean, it doesn't take 80% of your feelings. No, it yeah. doesn't take any 80% it's, of your past. I feel like I've gained your cravings. It. I wish it did. They could, they should find a way to do that. Right. Can, do that? Can we just have a pill that takes away the cravings? Like that would be fantastic. I mean, if oh, I could have that. Xavier's, Xavier's coming. Oh, can we say hi? hi? Oh my God. They want to say hi. Oh, you look so good. Hi. What up, Xavier? Hello, <laughs> Good. How you are you? Put your head down. They can't. Oh, we can't see you. There, there you are. <laughs> oh, you guys are so cute together. Oh, <laughs> I'm a sap now that I like. I found happiness again. She's so all I'm like, sappy. I want to ask him something. Sure, Ooh. we can ask some stuff. Let's okay. see. I gotta find the okay, right question. Been, what What has been the most difficult oh, thing? throughout this process because he's been with me before surgery he was with me before I hit my highest he was there when I was when I was making the decision to have it nice. so he's been here the whole time um okay. how has it been what is what's been the best thing what's been the worst the hardest thing? yeah I'll probably say like the best thing is like you're more comfortable in your own skin now the hardest thing would probably be she does buy groceries as if I had surgery as well <laughs> <laughs> That yep. is the best answer for the Seriously. worst. <laughs> I love it. I don't starve you. I give you all no, my it's leftovers. Not, it's not that like she stars me or anything like that. Like I'll be eating like a sandwich and I know it's like the bread standard there normally. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. buy 45 calorie bread. We don't need whole bread. <laughs> See, I do the same thing. Eric gets so mad at me yeah. too. He's like, um, other people live here, by the way. We don't eat what you eat. I'm like, mm, sorry. Oh, no. We air fry <laughs> our food in this house. We don't fry <laughs> 
Awesome. He, he stopped eating pork last year. So if I can't bring bacon in this house, damn it, you can't bring full car bread in this house. Oh, shit. shit. Oh, shit. That's a good compromise. I do eat bacon. You just had pepperoni so five minutes ago. Look at him telling on me. It was cauliflower crust pizza, guys. Don't uh, worry. It was. <laughs> I don't know how no. you could eat that. The only one I can eat is the Flex Pro one. That's true. It's yeah. good. No, I got it from um, Mod Pizza. Oh, so okay. They, okay. They, I they, haven't they, tried the Mod Pizza one. Yeah, Mod Pizza is really good. Okay. So, and they use full cauliflower in their crust. So it's a little thin, but it's it's really good. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I, and I, I like your first answer, by the way, Xavier. Uh, yeah. More comfortable in her skin. skin. Yep. Like. That's that's a that's, that's a, a key one. point, I think, of a good partner. Good partner. Yes. Because he he's really seeing is, that. He really is great. Like y'all had me scared that he was going to switch up. But what one thing that I have taken is like we communicate a lot. Oh, you have to. You have to. Like, jump at times, though, just to kind of, you know, start a pile of like, Hey, we're going to look like the number 10. Yeah, he says we're going to look like the number 10. I'm going to be the one. He's going to be the <laughs> Oh, no. my God. No. No, you guys are adorable. I love it. Communication is fucking big because like me and Eric, you have to communicate. It's it's very important. Mm -hmm. And um, I've had conversations like, you know, the other day when he was telling me, he's like, man, I really miss when your boobs were so big. Yeah. And (laughs) no, I mean, these are my girlfriends. I mean, (laughs) when he was like, I really miss when your boobs so big. We had to have a real conversation. I'm like, yeah, you know, are are you okay? He was like, I'm still attracted to you. Like everything's good. Mm-hmm. I just missed when you had really big boobs, and I was like, oh, okay, he just making sure. Got to yeah, check you know? in. Just little yeah. check in. But I also asked him because you know we've been here what about three months? Four. It's been four months. Oh my god. Wow. So we've been here almost four months, and I've asked him, and I've lost maybe when I first came, I was like two sixty. Okay. You know, like just getting just getting under uh, two sixty. So yeah. now I'm twenty five. So I've lost like you know almost thirty pounds. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, do I look different? And I thought he was gonna be like, no, nah. you know. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you really you do. And I'm like, it's so funny that it. you have a whole conversation in your head of what they're gonna say. Oh yeah. yeah. And then like, you actually have the, yeah, and then you have the conversation and then you're like, oh, that was not at all what I thought no, you were gonna they, say. Okay. They yeah, always no, surprise like, the shit out of me. I was like, God damn it, why yep. did I get in my own head sometimes? Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I'm used to the the snap uh like responses of like before they eat, he would even think like he would have a response for oh. me. Whether it was true or not, it was and most yeah. of the time it was what I what I wanted to hear. It wasn't what he actually thought. Man, yeah. And with Zach, it's funny because I'll ask him a question and then he'll think. Mm-hmm. And like there's a pause. And I'm like, is that a what good pause or a bad pause? Like what's going on with yeah. the pause? And he's like, I don't like to apologize for what I say. So I, which is a total Zach thing to say, like, it's really funny because he does not apologize um, unless he's like purely in the wrong. Um, But he would say like, he's like, I want to make sure what I'm saying is correct. It was nice to meet you, Xavier. Okay, He's leaving. No, no, don't take that vape. I like that one. Take the, take the Maui, the Mai Tai. Come on. Thank you. Um, (laughs) What I thought he was going to say was the heart. That's what I thought he was going to say was the hardest thing was like, we were such big foodies mm. and I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm still a foodie, but it's like, 
It's different. I eat so much less, but I personally feel like it takes me as much time to eat a little bit of food as it does to take him to eat a regular amount of food. Mm -hmm. So, but like the things, like one thing I've noticed is he hasn't really cooked for me since we've been here. Like, I think he made steak once, Um, but like he used to cook for me all the time, like, because it was just like, you know, but yep. he's been like, oh, well, I don't want to cook the wrong things. And mm-hmm. everything I know how to make is kind of like out of your diet and stuff that you probably shouldn't be eating. So, you know, so I know that that's probably been yeah. hard for him. We used to go out to restaurants a lot more. Mm-hmm. So one thing that we've spoke about is like, OK, you know, he's been like, you know, I still want to date. So we still need to find ways to like be creative. And even mm-hmm. if it means it's not about food, like right. we still need to be dating, yes. you know, Very now important. we don't go out on as many dates because <laughs> bye honey. Um, now we don't go out on as many dates because most of our dates, we were going to go Go eat, eat a whole bunch of food, drink a bunch of drinks. Yep. And it's like, I can't really do that anymore. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I'll eat an appetizer or something. And then it's like once my five bites, I'm kind of just sitting there or like I'm on my phone or something. And now he's just kind of like, oh, you're always on your phone. And I'm like, I mean, you're eating. I don't want to just sit there and like watch you eat. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, what is that? I wish I what does that taste like? <laughs> Why couldn't they leave me with 30 percent of my stomach? So I <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how like me and Eric found the whole like the love of going to concerts and shows because like we yeah. couldn't go eat anymore because mm-hmm. we would. And he's a big cook, too. So I'm like, yeah. what are we going to fucking do? Like we need to do more than just the food stuff, like you're saying. So you got to kind of mm-hmm. kind of find like do some random shit to figure out what you like enjoy together. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, like, try all the things. Yeah. yeah. You know, whether that's. I ex- yeah. What? Oh, give me, give me. Come on, man. I'm on a podcast, baby. <laughs> She's a very important person. This is reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> this is its finest. This yes. is the real world. Oh, it's not on your key. I need the house key. Just don't have a house I kind of, I'm going to leave this. Oh, here. Sorry. It's way too funny. Yeah. This is awesome. Bye. Sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. No, don't be no, sorry. we're totally leaving this uh, in. That's hilarious. Cut the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Break. Um, yeah, no, I I fully it, it it's funny because Zach and I went to Wisconsin and we were there for what two days? One full day. Yeah. Uh two days of travel. But it was fun because we both have had weight loss surgery. And so it was fun oh, that we wow. could Yeah. So it's fun because going into restaurants is different because we can, number one, we share food or we get a bunch of little stuff Yep, and we try it. And half the time we, we bring the leftovers home to his girls. So it's really funny. It's, it's It's like a completely different, but it's like, but we both know we have limits when it comes to the food. And it's like, whenever you have a partner, it's like, Oh, I wish you could understand, you know, yeah. it's not that I don't want to hang out with you or that I don't want to date or that I don't love your cooking. Cause I absolutely love your cooking. That's why I gained 30 pounds in a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but just kind of just having to like reinforce certain stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, that must be really nice. Like, it's like, they already know it's like, okay. Yep. You know, you know what's wrong. I ate too many bites. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I'm full. You know what that looks. You, you know, I have to wait 30 minutes. Yeah. So you're not. Yeah. You don't have to describe the pain. Like yeah. I don't have to describe yeah. these things to uh-huh. Eric. He's like, what the fuck? What? So the only understand. difference is, is he had bypass 
And so Ooh, he, he got a smaller thing. He got a small, he's got a very small stomach and then he can drink while he eats. So weird. It's so yeah. strange to me. And so he, he'll be like, are you good with your drink? And I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't drink mm-hmm. for so that's the only thing that I have to explain to him. And his daughters think it's the funniest thing in the world. He's like, that's Yeah, so I'm so happy for you. I'm really thank you. Very happy for thank you. Thank you. Very, very, very it's, happy. It's fun and it's like it's easy. And like I get to live my life. He gets to live his life, but yet we're you're together. We mesh together. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So well, and yeah. I would I would say like once COVID's over, maybe find some fun activities to do together. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got this um, book. It's in the living room. I ordered it off of Instagram and he was like, we need to get in the book because it's um, like it'll tell you what different categories it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's that cute like date book that the they couples like couples adventure or something like yes, that. They yes. were bombarding me with so many ads. I was like, let me buy this shit. So I bought it and like we haven't done anything in it yet, but okay. I gave it to him for our anniversary. I was like, this is one of our anniversary gifts. Like we'll do all these cute dates. So he was the one that was like, we haven't used our book and we need a book. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's oh, adorable. We'll go on a date. That's so cute. Yeah, that means well, he wants a, to be with you. Yeah, and there's so, like, a lot of different stuff. things in it too. Yeah. Like not just eating. Like it's, yeah. it's a lot of adventures, yeah. like going and doing things. And yeah, Zach and I yeah. talk about getting, talked about getting, you should one. get it. You should yeah. get it. It was like, I think it was like $35 That's or something, bad. but it had a, it had a lot of stuff in there. And once I get into it, you know, I'll let you know, we did okay. one thing for it. It was, but we chose one that was free. Cause I was like, I don't feel like going out and you don't get paid until Wednesday. So like, let's choose yeah. a free activity. Yeah. And the free activity was, um, watching your favorite cartoon from when you were a kid. Oh. Like watching your episode of your favorite cartoon. So that was fun. I love that. <laughs> that is fun. Cause that, that is very outside the box of yes. like, you, cause you're getting yeah. to know your partner even more. Cause now you're like finding the cartoon that they used to watch when they were exactly. kids. Like that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, I love we that. Really are, we're really big in communicating and not to make this an Xavier episode. We've talked about him enough. Oh, anyway. shit. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, we, have these questions like it's you know those question games that it's like 200 questions to ask your partner to know better and stuff yeah. like that so sometimes when we're even getting in a tiff or something it'll be like you want to do some questions mm. like, let's oh. do some questions you know and like it'll ask you really deep questions really hard ones and stuff so we have a lot this is the most i've ever communicated in a relationship and i feel like that's probably why it's going so well because it's like Usually I'm just in my head, just thinking about everything that I think you're thinking mm-hmm. instead of asking you what you're thinking. So now I'm just more out with just being like, OK, what's wrong? What's bothering you? Mm-hmm. OK, this is what's bothering me. You know, yeah. now he doesn't have to ask me 50 times what's wrong. I tell him by like the seventh time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only the seventh. Only, fine. The, yeah, only the seventh. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've always said, like, if I say. I'm fine. It's usually because I am fine. Like if if I say I'm fine, but if I'm like, it's fine, it's not like, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 And like, if I'm saying it like that, give me a break. Let me think it through because a lot of the times I realize that I'm just being, you just have to hear more. Yeah. Okay. So one thing my therapist said was like, can you wait and just, or not wait, but instead of saying I'm fine and doing like the p- passive aggressive, like, you know, the difference between these I'm fine. Yeah. Be like, 
no, I'm not fine, but I actually need like a few minutes yeah. to like get myself together so oh, that I can be fine and then we could talk about yeah. it. So instead of being like, I'm fine, just be like, no, I'm not fine. But if if it's okay, can we talk about it in like 15 minutes? I need like a 15 minute break. Yeah. Oh, I like that. No, like, I actually yeah. did that with Mel. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, there was some. Look at y'all. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember what what we were talking about, but something she said like triggered me, and I was like, I pissed her off. I'm gonna go walk away for a few minutes, and I walked away, and I walked like out her back gate, and I walked around a little bit, and then I came back in, and I was okay. Yeah, but it was like I needed to like remove myself because something, and she didn't realize that she had triggered me. No, I didn't. She didn't. She was, and I knew that she didn't mean it in a mean way. Mm -hmm. It was just one of those situations where it was like I was just like, "You don't have a right to say that." Then I'm like, "But but you know, Mel's gonna give it to you." Like, and that's one thing because Mel, I don't. You were probably like a therapist in your past life. I feel like like I was very like way of like cutting through bullshit, Uh like. Why are you making those choices? Well, you do realize that all of this is of your own fruition, that this is. And it's like sometimes you just want to be like coddled and been like, it's OK, you fucked up. And Mel's going to be like, I mean, well, you know, you fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's yeah. true. You did I know, it yourself. I was, I was told all in high school I should just be a therapist. And uh-huh. I was like, I don't want to listen to people's problems all day, though. Like, I just couldn't do that. Which you now That's listen true. to people's problems all day long. No, but That's it's so true. Yeah. But it's not, but to me, it's not problems. It's uh, it's like, it's the community of stuff that I care about. So it's like, I have to care about you to like talk to you, Ooh, you know? Maybe listen. Okay. We're thinking vision board, right? Okay. Maybe you're the bariatric therapist and you create a lane for just bariatric people because you understand what they're going through and they can give therapy to people you care about and not have to deal with like, oh, someone pissed me off at work today. Yeah, you know, I don't want to deal with that bullshit. Out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll be like created by Christine. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, Christine. No, it, it is, is not. not at all. Let's just simmer because this is the thing. If people tell you, like if you hear that from different, because it's- do. Nothing prompted me to say that. And if a bunch of people are telling you something, it's uh-huh. like sometimes that's God's way of like trying to slip something in your ear, you know? Yeah. So maybe. Hey, it's true. maybe. It's Never true know. story. And I was like, I'm not going back to school. Right. She's that's like, Fuck I feel the same way. I thought about going to get my master's and I was like, I'm so traumatized from undergrad. Oh. I probably yeah because eric even asked me he's like are you ever going to go to back to get your master's and i was like fuck no and he's like why he's like why did you say that quickly and i was like oh i thought about it that is way too much work i don't want to do that like it's like mentally it's not necessary no it's just not necessary work no and i think this is kind of like my way of being a therapist is that i get to talk to everybody listen to people's stories and like take in because what i kind of do is i take from everybody's story and then i'm like hey how do i mold that to work because mm-hmm. everybody has a different way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And for me, I like taking all the good stuff and be like, hey, let's see if this works. And most of the time it does. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't have to go to school to be a life coach. Anybody could be a life coach. True, true story. True. We oh, actually we discussed. We have talked Yeah, literally about. all you have to do is change your bio and put life coach and boom, you're a life coach. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Underneath <laughs> creator and podcaster. Life yeah, coach. Life coach, creator and podcaster. I, I'm here for this. I'm being so serious. Like, Girl, step into your shit. Yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, it's what we do because I feel like yes. that's what we do best is we connect with people on a level that is not, like you said, we cut through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, but we also are forgiving 
that life is life and there's ebbs and flows to every journey and not every journey is going to be the same. And just because it works for me does not mean it's going to work for you. Like there are ways of helping without being pushy. Yeah. Yeah. Because being pushy fucking is annoying. I fucking hate it. I don't like it. I think that's the deal is like a lot of my like elders in the family were kind of pushy and it's like don't tell me what to fucking do man yeah right what is your deal it's all in the delivery i have to tell so many people in my life that that it's just like i feel like why and that i'm not being vain or anything but i feel like so many people kind of like um what's the word i'm looking for like they like me they kind of like flock to me oh yeah because my even if i'm telling you something bad Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say it in a way that you know that it's coming from a good place like Mm -hmm. when I when I talk it's my hope that like people know like I'm never coming from a judgmental place Mm -hmm. like I'm never coming from a judgmental place whatever you got going on it's your life you're gonna have to be the one to deal with your decisions Mm -hmm. I can help you in any way that's cool but it's like I'm never going to judge you and shun you and you know no not at all that's all bs yeah no I I have always appreciated the honesty from people. Mm-hmm. Like I may not like what you have to say, but I would yeah. appreciate you being honest with me over coddling me any day. Yeah. See, but to counter that some people's honesty, they need to understand there's a, a line between being honest and being a bitch. Yep. Oh. You know, you could be honest without yes. being a bitch. Yep. Oh, you can be honest yeah. Without being a bitch. And, um, I've learned about way, tone when too. I see people when I see people in the community, mm-hmm. you know, when I see people in the community do it, you know, it's it's so weird because it's just like who gave you the moral authority or who made who stopped and made you the moral authority of weight loss or like mm-hmm. what clinic was like you're going to be the executioner and the judge and the jury for you, something that you don't agree with. The thing about Instagram, if you don't like something, you don't have to follow them. Yeah, you, know yeah. you can literally not, you know, follow them. Or if it's something someone's doing in your life and you feel like it's going to lead them down the wrong path and it probably will, mm-hmm. you know, you can unfollow them. You can come at them with love and say, hey, I'm just telling you this because I went through this myself. But so many times people's delivery, like they be coming at you wrong. And even like a couple of people came at me wrong. And I'm just like. Number one, nope. you don't really know me for real. Yeah. Like, you know me. You heard me on a couple episodes of podcasts and you mm-hmm. see me on a reel on Instagram. But you don't know me for real. I'll cuss you out. I will cuss you out. And yeah. I've had to. I, I blasted a couple of people on Instagram because I was like, all right. Because because people just in general on the Internet, it's like they're keyboard warriors. Like you feel yeah. so strong and so bad and you feel like someone like if you say something rude like no one's gonna come at you right and especially like y'all y'all have a platform so right. it's like you have to think you have to respond in a way that supports your platform i don't got one of them nope. So, nope you know what i'm saying so if you come at me wrong i'm matching energy yeah. I, I know michelle obama said when they go low you go high but when you go low I'll show you how low can I go. You're like, no, I don't I deal go. with that bullshit. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah Mel's no. really good at being direct without yeah. like with people that are being assholes. Like she's very good at being direct with those comments. And yeah. I give you like, cause I'm like, nope, I'm done. 
Yeah, like, and then I, like I just, I just. He's like, let me take myself out because I'm yeah. not even going to go there. Well, yeah. I and I get little... that mentality too because you guys and you guys are like, what are y'all at? Y'all, y'all are well over 10k now. Yeah, we're so almost at like, 13. Yeah, yeah, I know. We have to deal with like more trolls and have to yeah. filter more and stuff like that. Yeah, but. I don't know. Well, what my, I've learned, it's about boundaries, though. Like, that's kind yeah. of the deal. Like, even with this journey, you have to kind of set up boundaries everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then once you, like, check someone, they realize, oh, that's a boundary. We mm-hmm. can't go there with this person. Exactly. And that's all it is. Listen, sometimes you got to check a bitch. You do. Sometimes and it's, it's not a power out. move. I mean, kind of is. But it's like, hey, this is your limit here. Yeah. You, I recently learned limit. that there is a limit to how much I will handle. And I will yeah. handle a lot. But the moment that you like, because we had a, an experience recently with somebody that disrespected me and said, yeah. you know, kind of dick things over and over and over again. And I was like, yeah. OK, that's fine. OK, it's fine. Yeah. it's fine. And then there was that one moment and I was like, fucking Actually, I'm about to pop yeah. off. Yeah. Like, All right. Yeah. I'm like, this is what no, you I'm wanted. Done. It was, <laughs> yeah. What was funny? This is clearly I kept, what you wanted. I kept telling yeah. him, like, girl, you can do what you want. Remember that. Yeah, you can do. Exactly. You can say what you want. Like, what are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. Say something mean back? Ooh, scary! Like, yeah. fucking say I, your shit, get it out. Yep. I and- had somebody come on my page, and I had posted a picture, and I look great. I look bomb as hell in that picture. Mm-hmm. And someone commented, and uh, and I know you have to work on like looking through a sea of love to find that speck of hate, and then allowing that to like engulf Fester, you. Yeah. But the person posted, oh, you still need a bra, though. I was like, number Whoa. one, bitch, I am wearing a bra. My bras don't fit like they're supposed to anymore <laughs> because I'm losing weight. Number two, bitch, I will take these long ass saggy titties and I will slap the fuck out of you. <laughs> one of yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, back the fuck up. Get out of my, get off my page. Yeah. Now you're fucked. And now you don't get to see my fire ass pics anymore. Exactly. I hope you're Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. If anybody out there is getting that kind of messages, just like block that just shit. Block, yeah. There is a thing on fa- on Instagram where you can actually block certain words. So if someone even just says bitch in there, you'll never see it. You don't even know. Oh, but I use that word so that I can't never block that because. Well, no, only pick the ones that you care about. Well, I mean, like, like saying like fat or, or disgusting or things like it that. Automatically like it, it would be automatically gone. filter those those comments okay, out. See, that's smart. Yeah. yeah so and try maybe, those things like, too. It really messes with your head too because it's like you're feeling so good and it's like people just go out their way to like try to humble you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, number why one. Why can't I feel myself? Like, why thank yeah. you. Like. When people, people will be like, oh, you think you're so cute. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, well, yeah. I don't think I'm cute. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> me lately? Have like, seen? Of course I'm adorable. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I have to look in the mirror and deal with all of this every day. It is a burden being this attractive. So I'm sorry that yes. you think I'm so cute because I really am. And I have to live with this. So, <laughs> I don't so sorry. This. You know, it's like, yeah. Yes. Fuck all, uh, yeah. People just try so hard to humble you and stuff. And it just is frustrating. Yeah. And I don't know. I kind of feel like if I listen to all three, three of the podcasts I've done this far, this one, I sound really pissed because uh-huh. I am. Uh-huh. I'm looking well, at so many things. I'm like, this well, shit pisses me off. Yeah. Like it's well, I mean, I feel like you're seeing more and more yeah. of, the, of yourself and your journey and, and your seeing more of the community because you're progressing more you're in and it. so you are very much more into it and you're seeing the differences of like what it was when you were 
you know, obese versus now where you're actively on a journey and you're seeing the difference of how people treat you and society treats you. And I I think it's, it's important for everybody well, to hear. And it can be and, overwhelming. And, yeah. Like that's the deal. It like is. you're, you're going through the transition. So now you're feeling it, seeing mm-hmm. it, tasting it. You're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. I think you're all right on that that scope of where it's going to be fun again mm-hmm. is just reality hit. And you had to see, you get to see mm-hmm. all the negative that really is there that you thought that maybe wasn't there, but it is mm-hmm. actually there. Yeah. Cause I know that's what I do in my head. I'm like, I don't want to believe they're dicks. I don't want to believe that they hate me because I'm fat. I really don't. But yeah. and then, I mean, there's some people that just hate me because I'm, I'm fat. fat and yep. it just sucks. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, oh, that was real. This is real. It's a real thing. I can't change that. All I can do is like be better and show them like being a big person is not a, like they're still well, fucking people. And on it the flip matter. side, though, is that there's some people out there that will hate you Regardless. purely because yeah. you lost weight. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and that's what I meant by like, I don't want... Because in a sense, like, I won't say the body positive community, but there's there's going to be a segment of people that feel like we left them behind. Mm -hmm. And like, how dare you? And I thought you said you liked being big and I thought you said you was a BBW and now you didn't weight loss surgery and all this. stuff. I ain't got time for that shit either. You can get cussed out, too. Like, no, there is no lane. Like, it don't matter if you're coming from, you know, the people who all of a sudden because. I'll say, like, I've been looking at people sideways, like the ones who, oh, now you want to hang out? Like Mm -hmm. now that I'm posting cuter pictures Mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm posting smaller pictures. Now, all of a sudden, let's link. No, I don't want to link with you. No, I want to link with my genuine friends that have been my friends at every phase of my life. Mm -hmm. Those are my girls. You know, those are the ones that I feel like I'll take the time and energy because, you know, I have, you know, larger best friends that may um, at some point feel away because it's like, maybe they're struggling with thinking about having the surgery and telling themselves they don't need the surgery. And now I've went and had it and I'm being successful with it. So it's like, Oh, you know, yeah. now they think they have to do it because you've done well. So they're like, well, yeah. But the thing is I'm willing to work on those relationships Mm -hmm. so long as they weren't forged in me just being your fat friend or staying fat with you. Like if we have a a real relationship, I'm willing to work through it and say, Hey, like, I know that there's a lot of change going on. Like I'm handling it too, but I don't want you to think, you know, by me feeling myself that I'm dissing you because it's never, I still Mm -hmm. love you. I still think you're just as beautiful as you are. You know, like there is no part of me that wants to distance myself from you because you're no. No. And there are people that do that. Like there are people who, I won't say leave their fat life behind, but all of a sudden when you're more aesthetically pleasing, Mm -hmm. now you're more worried about the aesthetic. It's Mm -hmm. like, Wait, and you're and you're you know in your old group picture you had a bunch of fat friends, and now in your new group picture I don't see not one of them. Yeah, because then you didn't told yourself, oh, I'm not one of them anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, because there are shitty people of all people, big like, shitty all people. over the place. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know, so there's just shitty people. So it's like my thing is I'm not surrounding myself by any shitty people. Now there are people in my circle that I have determined are shitty, and I'm be like, you know what? I'm going to back back and give you 50 feet because, Mm -hmm. you know, and luckily with COVID, I can just be like, we're social distancing, you know, leave it at that. And, you know, there are my friends that are genuinely really proud of me. Like 
they're, they are happy for me. Yeah. You know, they are happy for me. Like, they're just like, wow, you look so great. And even though it's taking me to like, let my shield down to be able to be accepting of that to like, okay, your body, whenever you're losing weight, I guess it's a reflection of you investing in your body. So it kind of puts out an aura that you look great and you feel great and you're walking with a different air of confidence and all that stuff. But, you know, like I said, it's a it's a border between me feeling like shit because it'll be like, oh, this confirms everything I ever believed about society. Yep. You know? So just working through that, because I think that's the one thing with the surgery is the quickness of it all. Mm-hmm. Because the average person who, um, you know, loses 150 pounds without surgery, they have to wait a year and a half, two years to get the results yeah. that I'm getting mm-hmm. in yeah. six months. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like whether or not, you know, I, I need to be working out more. At, right now I'm in a phase where I'm still losing weight regardless. Mm-hmm. There are people who I won't say they have to work harder, but it's a much different type of work. It's a more lengthy experience to where they can kind of become adjusted as they're becoming smaller. Mm -hmm. I'm looking in the mirror, like what the fuck? Like, you know, I'm in the mirror. Yeah. Collarbone. I'm putting on clothes three weeks ago and they fit fine. And then I put them on three weeks later and now I have to put in the giveaway, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's happening so fast. So and I think that that's why I'm so kind of like hyper emotional because it's just like it's so very much. quick. Yeah, so you're, you're definitely hitting your more emotional side of the journey yep. at this point, mm-hmm. which I'm glad I'm that like, we are yeah. doing these in segments like this because they can really see like, hey, it, it really changes from one month to three months to six months. Like mm-hmm. your mental and physical is, comp- is changing rapidly. Yes. And now you, well, you can see it honestly of just like it fucking is annoying to mm-hmm. see all these things that are real. Yeah. But what I would like to know, what is like, what's a good like thing that you are loving about the journey so far though? Something that I am loving about the journey mm-hmm. are these non-scale victories. Yeah. Like they're coming they're like it's one after the other like the biggest non-scale victory is being Xavier being able to pick me up yeah I love that one no seriously because I've always had this big fear you know because you have I have brothers so even when I was bigger they'll come and try and pick you up and I'm just like oh my god he's about to die like yeah Yeah. yep just wrap my head around that and now like the other day he like just came and like scooped me and threw me over his shoulder. And I'm just like, holy shit. Holy shit. I was like, that is fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was like, whoa, this is so hot. Like I've never been this far off the ground in my life. This is incredible. So like, and I didn't mean that in a sexual way. Moms, you could skip past this too. (laughs) I thought you did because it is very appealing. Maybe I will soon. I I haven't worked my way up to that, but I'm hoping... You know, I'm going to Mexico uh, this week, so I'm hoping we can Ooh. practice. We're going to make sure he gets some good stretches in to yeah. loosen, loosen up his joints. You there know? you go. Oh, yeah. Get it in. Stretch. Get it in. Do some stretching. Going. Yeah. I'm having I mean, get it in one way, way, one way or another, you know, just whether that's through stretching or another way. I will leave I that up to your uh, imagination. There you go. There you go. You know, that's a, but, yeah, hell so, of a good one, man. Yeah. So that's been a great one. And then just, I don't know, just looking in the mirror and really liking 
what I'm seeing. Yeah. Like even with the loose skin and stuff, because I have like a little bit on my stomach, not much. It just kind of mm-hmm. like, it just feels more like, uh, Jiggly? a water bed. Well, like a water bed. Yeah. Uh, okay. I more like a water bed. You know what okay. I'm saying? It's not yeah. too loose, but I'm feeling like a water bed. Okay. But even when I stand in the mirror, like, you know, I've never felt comfortable, even when I was in relationships, like walking around naked and mm-hmm. stuff. And now I feel comfortable, like, just, you know, just being mm-hmm. naked, you know, yeah. or looking in the mirror and being like, oh, wow, you know, like you look good. Or um, my back rolls have always been like, mm-hmm. you know, it's always just been something I've been so self-conscious about. Like I need to wear a blazer. I need to wear, you know, um, one of those like cover things and keep your back covered and pull yeah. on your skin. And now it's like those are going away like mm-hmm. you know all of my swimsuits that I chose for Mexico are two pieces you know like yeah you know so it's just feeling more comfortable um feeling more when I'm going out like more selected like as a bigger person when you go into a store even if you're going to a thrift store you buy things based off of them having them not because you necessarily like it you're like oh yes. this is big enough yep. this will fit my body mm-hmm. oh these are the jeans they have they're in my size I have to get them yep. you know and now it's like I'll be on I'm like oh I, I really don't like that you know it's like uh I mean it's, it's my size but I don't really like it. So I'm not going to, you know, like, so trying to tell myself that there's not this urgent need to buy something because they only are going to make so many three X's, you know, and those are going to be the first to go. But what I'm also learning is a lot of people wear size 14s. They're fucking hard to find. Yeah, like, they're hard. They're very yeah. middle of the road. Yeah, <laughs> yes. 12 and 14 as a yeah, bitch. A lot of because yeah. like it's because we're <laughs> that's like the un- that's that's the normal size. Yeah, that's size the large. normal universal size. So yeah. it's just like uh-huh. it's kind of hard to find 14s. But I'm like, okay, hopefully when I get to like tens or something, like I can start to find clothes again. But yeah. it'll get easier. It'll it definitely get easier. 100 percent The last one I'll say is like mentally like learning to not limit myself when it comes to clothes mentally because for a second like okay for for instance for Mexico I bought this jumpsuit when I was out it was a large and I'm just like oh okay well I'm gonna get it because I'll be able to wear it soon and then when I bought a home Xavier was like you could you wear that now and I was like no 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 I was like no it won't fit and he was like yeah just try it on and I tried it on and it fit perfectly and I'm like You know, I'm like, what the fuck? No, and even there were some shorts that I bought at the thrift store, and they were a size 12, and it was the same thing. I was just like, okay, I'm not quite in 12 yet, but I'll get these for the future. Mm -hmm. And then I put them on, and they, you know, they were like stretchy 12, so they fit. And I was like, you can wear these now, you know. So like having to not limit myself mentally and because I don't, our minds immediately go to, oh, I, I can't fit that. Yeah, like, no, that's not going to work. Yeah. Clothing, like, you know, my mind sometimes, I've literally had to tell myself, okay, you're not buying any more two X's or three X's because mm. both of them are too big. Yeah. You keep on looking at this stuff and being like, oh, this is cute. It's a three X, it'll fit. And it's like, you're not a three X anymore. Yeah. Like you're, you, you're wasting your money. Don't buy that. Like, so I've even completely stopped looking at them. Even 16 if they're like vintage 16s, I'll get them because a vintage 16 is a today's it's, swim. Yeah, it's a tight. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is yeah, a, a tight. Vintage 16. And, th- and that's one thing too, like not beating myself up when stuff doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Because Ooh, that's hard. 
I bought those vintage 16s. Like they're the, ooh, let me show you. They're so fucking cute. Ooh, I, I want to see them. She's <laughs> like, I will get them. Well, and I know what she's speaking of because, by the way, I bought a medium dress because you told me I should. Yeah. And it fucking fit. Told you. I know. I know. But it's the same thing. You're like, I don't think this shit's going to fit me. And yeah. then I like and look at it. And then it does. Oh, look at that. They're oh. They're plaid. They're vintage. These are like at least 20 years old. But when I put them on, like they button, but they were still like a little too tight. So I had to just okay. be like. And then because these are a vintage 16, I'm like, oh, my God, you can't fit these 16s. Like they say 16 right. on they're not fitting like they're supposed to. Are you really doing as good as you think? You know, yep, so it's yeah. just kind some, of the mind. Fuck. The clothes are meant to fit the body. You're not meant to fit the clothes. Yeah. So if the clothes don't fit. Don't wear them. Mm-hmm. And if they fit and you feel good, wear them. You exactly. Know? So, yeah. Yeah. Not focusing so hard on numbers. Like right now, my shirts are anywhere between a large and a one X. Like some mm-hmm. shirts I can wear large, some shirts I've bought and thought that I could fit them and mm-hmm. not quite ready for them yet. But, yep. boom, you know, so it's just like continuing to encourage myself, even when there's like little moments, because at first when I put these on the other day and they didn't fit, I was just like, but these are 16. I'm not I'm not a 16 anymore. These, And then I had to tell myself, yep. These were 16, 20 years ago. Yeah. Body has changed. These yeah. are probably about a 12 in today's math. Yes. You know? so yes. Yes. Being more, 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 you know, open with that type of stuff. Yeah. Accepting of the differences. And Except every brand is okay so different. Is so different. And just being okay with it. You yeah. know, like if it feels good, you know, like there are still some, you know, like smaller, like um, I think it's Ann Klein, like her clothes run a little small. So it's okay. like, some 16s, I can, they're not falling off me. I can still fit. I probably will bring some to Mexico, but I'm not going to beat myself up. You know what I mean? Or be like, oh my God, these 16s still fit. You're not doing good. We got to stop beating ourselves up about small shit. You know, yeah. like. Well, anything it, with a number. I think that's what we need yeah. to stop. Anything with a number, whether well, it's the size of a, your clothing, whether it's the, the number on the scale, scale. like mm-hmm. just stop beating yourself up over it. Just stop looking at the number. Just start listening to your body. And, and like, if you feel good, then let's do it. Well, and I think yeah. it, you know, we always say like, no, no one body is the same. No one journey is the same. And it's kind of like, we have to look at that in the same way. Yeah. We're saying like, yeah. not everybody fits into this perfect mold. Well, that's the same with any clothing. Like yeah. not yeah. every, cl- not every piece of clothing is going to be exactly the same on every single person. That's exactly. why every brand well, and, is different because even, everybody's fit is different. And even if like, say me and you wore a medium on something, it's going to look different on me than it's going to look on yeah, you. It could and look it could, like shit on me and yeah. it could look great on you and vice versa. versa. You never know. Or it could look great on both of us and it could be a traveling sister pants right, sisterhood thing. Like, yeah. we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what could happen. There could be magic in the pants. We don't exactly. know. Oh, I want some magic. Exactly. <laughs> I'll take some yeah, magic no, in those my pants. Been, those have been great. <laughs> okay. Um, like great things and just getting to know myself more, um, not snoring. Like yeah. that's been a big one. I was literally shocked because I used, I could, I could snore the paint off the walls. Okay. Like snore, like a grown grizzly bear <laughs> and to hear like, cause I asked Xavier, I was like, how's my snoring been? And he's just like, I mean, he's like, you really don't snore unless you're like, like super tired. And he was like, and, he, and if you do snore, it's like light. So I'm just like, 
huh? Yeah, you know, I'm awesome. one of those people who was scared to sleep around other people because I was going to snore and I knew I was going to snore loud and there's nothing I could do to stop it. Mm -hmm. Like I would put in mouth guards, one of those nose strips, you know, like a chin strap and I'll still be snoring, you know? So just that has been something I've done since I was a kid. And to know that that's like going away blows my mind. That's so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That's yeah. a big fucking deal. Yeah. Those are all amazing non-scale victories. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, and the reverse in diabetes. That's yes. the, number that's that is the biggest one best. of them all is making Man. your health number one. Yeah. Because diabetes is gone. And then now you're breathing better through the night, which probably mm-hmm. means you're sleeping better. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like you're you're hitting some good stuff. You're going to have to keep track of the non-scale victories in Mexico. Oh, yeah. What do you, you know? There's going to be a lot. What are you looking for? <laughs> you dirty, <laughs> dirty girl. Get what is, your mind out of the gutter. My mom listens to this podcast. Stop it. Uh-huh. Shit. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you looking forward to in Mexico and in the into the nine months? Yeah. Um, in Mexico, I'm definitely looking forward to breaking out the swimsuits and like, you know, feeling really good in my swimmer. I've tried everything on and I've been like, uh, you look like a bad bitch. So I'm yeah. very excited about that. Um, I'm excited about the tequila. I'm excited, you know, about this is my first vacation. So like I've never went on a trip with a guy Ooh. before. Oh, cool. um, yeah. So this is my first like, I mean, we've went, we've traveled together, yeah. but it's my first international vacation. Yep. So okay. I never went on a romantic thing. So I told Xavier, I was like, he should buy me a ring off Amazon and I'll make a fake marriage license so that we can get the honeymoon perks at the resort. <gasps> there oh, my you, oh my God, that's hysterical. That would work. He was like, oh, you're such a scammer. And I'm like, Ugh, you know, um, just a, tip, <laughs> just a little funny. tip. You could be like, hey, just show them that you've been on the podcast because I've gotten where just because you have a bigger following, you get discounts at, ho- at hotels. Ooh, OK. Be like, just oh, saying. I have to. Yeah, I'll step upgrade you. I got yeah, upgraded on our influencer lane. And I do that with air quotes, y'all, just so y'all know I'm not being serious. But yeah, I'll step into my let me show my twelve hundred and seventy three followers this resort. Yeah. Oh, guys, it's amazing. But yeah. I have a promo code. Yeah. Hey, anything to save money. So I'll definitely like yeah. try. I'll show them y'all's page and be like, yeah, this R sleep. I know that there's two white women on this, but this is my podcast and I have 13,000 followers. Hey, so you're girl. on there. You're <laughs> on there. Show so, them the website. Yeah. No, it was because uh, you're on our website as well. But actually, yeah, like, it's, it's me. I'm famous, guys. Because what they did was like, <laughs> When we like when we got there, we went and was like, okay, we're checking in or whatever. And they're like, oh, you've been upgraded. And we're like, why? Mm -hmm. And they're just like, oh, like you have a following. And we're like, we want to upgrade you. And I was like, oh. And Eric's like, I didn't know that was a thing. I'm like, I don't know those things. That's really cool. So I got upgraded. I'm liking this influencer shit. Yeah. So random. (laughs) Let's get upgraded. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all for the upgrades. Suits and tequila, which are both my jams. Yes. I fucking love it. Yes. First vacation. Yep. Are you going to do any yes. like adventures? Oh, yeah. There? We're definitely doing um, like ATVs and catamaran. And um, see, I was trying to um, what are those things called to start with the S? Those holes you jump into holes. called the Santa Maria. Oh, I'm so sorry. I probably offended somebody just then. Why? Don't I don't know. It's, 
Something with know. holes in Santa know. Maria. Anybody, any, anybody who speaks Spanish knows the word I'm thinking of. It's a swim hole you jump to. It starts with an S. Okay. But if Xavier doesn't want to do that. Because he's scared of heights. I don't know. A yeah, he's scared no, I- of heights. And, and large bodies of water, so. Oh, yeah, not a good idea. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, man, I really want to jump off something, but maybe I'll convince him to, like, just come and watch me because that's something I've never done is, like, you know, zip line. Like, I've, I've oh, always yeah. been scared of doing anything like that. Okay. But at the same time, I don't want to make Xavier feel comfortable because he's larger, you know, and I don't want him to not, you know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, participate in all that stuff. So I just want to make sure that everything we do, we have a good ass time. Yep. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Yay! Well, have a <laughs> fabulous time. Enjoy Yay. every second of it. And yeah, we will see you back here for your nine months. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love you guys so much. Y'all we love you girl. too. Like for real. For real. So, oh, I'm you're, so you're in our hearts forever. You already know. Like, I'm so serious. One day I'm making a list of trips that I'm going to take, like, cause I'm meeting so many people, you know, and I'm like, you know, if I'm ever there, let's link. Yeah. I'm coming to Oregon. We gonna get some weed. Yeah, we do. We gonna get, we gonna get Kelly some CBD. Yeah. 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 No THC yeah. for Kelly. No, no so, she doesn't, so she doesn't pass out and take a two hour nap on the couch where we're supposed to be hanging out. I you mean, know? although that <laughs> was really good sleep. So I'm just, I'm going to put that out there, but we can hang so out good. by Mel's pool. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The we'll just we'll just chill out and have a grand old time. Hell yeah. Yes. Eric can cook for us. Oh, he can yes, barbecue. Yeah. Yes. We can so. share a meal. We can split it three ways. That's yeah, right. Exactly. We understand each other. So I'm very excited. So I love y'all so much. And y'all just have a beautiful rest of your week. And All I'll right. be talking to you in about three months. All Bye. right. <laughs> Fly safe. And we can't wait to see all your pictures. That's right. Yes. Okay. Bye, all y'all. Right. Love y'all. Love Bye. you. Bye. All right. Well, that, that was, was Christine. Christine. That was six months. Uh, that was an epic conversation. That was like intense. Yes. That was but intense. I feel like and that perfectly so describes the emotions that go into being six months post-op. It's not just mm-hmm. it's not purely just about the food and drinking and vitamins anymore. It's, uh, you know, you're bringing in your emotions and yep. it's bringing in past hurt and, you know, all those things that have happened. And like she said, like looking at you know, overweight people and and just being sad that that they are yeah. being treated like you used to be treated. So it's just annoying, and I I feel for her, and I know this will pass. It will. This will pass. It'll pass, and it'll only get better. And as we break the stigma together, yep. Uh, I can only imagine that it's going to get better and easier um, for everybody around us. Yeah, so. I cannot wait to see what her nine month looks like. No, oh, uh, it's I, yeah, and we get I'm to excited. hear about the trip. I'm really excited. <laughs> yes, I think it's, it's really going to be amazing. Time. So. Thank you guys for tuning in to our Sleeve Life podcast. And if you haven't already checked it out, go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP and become a patron. We have a special support group just for our patrons. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have a little extra tier that is called the Benchies. We call it the winner's bench because we are no longer losers. And uh, so go over there, check it out. We have a Facebook chat that is purely just for our benchies. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking fun. It is a lot of fun. So check it out. If you don't want to be part of that, like the $5 gets you at least monthly Zoom calls with us. Yes. So there's that. There will be that. And And then YouTube, go to the YouTube channel. Hit subscribe. subscribe. We need you to hit the button. Yes. Um, And the little bell that notifies you when we drop new videos. And if you don't know why we need you to do that, it's because it's going to notify you 
that, hey, we've dropped something and it means more to us than it probably does to you. Yes. But just do it. It's helpful. And that way you always stay up to date. Yes. And we have new videos of our episodes drop a week after they drop for our patrons. Yes. So they were always there will always be a new video every week, every week. So So. you'll never be without us. Yes, exactly. All right. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17 Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. He does. Thanks for listening to Our Sleep Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. <laughs>